0: Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard, Nostalgia Places, Rum Cycle. I'm Kitty.
1: And I'm Ange.
0: And we haven't slept in 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s Disney cartoon Darkwing Duck, where some days in our modern age, we get small scraps of serotonin. And new content to discuss, and luckily for us and you, today is one of those days. Because what does Ange have in her hot little hands, dear listeners? Ange, why don't you tell the people what you have in your hot little hands?
1: I have Darkwing Duck issue number one, the comic that just dropped from Dynamite Entertainment.
0: I hope you are wearing pot holders because your hands are so hot. <laughs> Today is the day, the day in question wherein we were unsure when it came out, but it did indeed come out, and is available, and Ange has it, and I am very curious to know all about it, but not least of all, which of the covers you currently have.
1: I haven't picked up my physical copies yet, because Uh I have to go all the way downtown to do that, and I'm lazy, and I'm going to be down there next week for an appointment anyways, but I had purchased a digital copy on Amazon through their Comicsology, which is very, very useful because it means that I have a bunch of the physical copies. I know I ordered more than one for the first issue. There's at least, I think I got at least three or four of the covers. Mm. I don't know which ones. It's a surprise.
0: It's still a surprise.
1: Yeah, but um, but I did get the digital as well so that in the meantime i could read it immediately when it's available and then i have the physical copies for collecting and cherishing in my hot hands <laughs> yes hugging.
0: hugging gently to your chest there were a few panels that you did bring to my attention so i already know that it is a fine and good comic <laughs> uh, because uh, everyone's darling herb foot does make an appearance, and I feel like I would be uh, remiss to not mention that my birthday was recently, and aunt made me the most glorious birthday gift that I should post to the Twitter and haven't yet. But she made me a mug, and on the mug is a smiling sweet angel encapsulated in a giant heart that says "Number One Muddlefoot Fan," and it's a smiling little herb, and she made like the pattern on his shirt be like the background of the it's magnificent and I have basically not used any other drinking vessel since she gave it to me <laughs> so now the world knows as they should that we we need more herb in our world
1: so. indeed which is <laughs> I guess I should start by saying spoiler alert because we are talking about a brand new comic that just dropped So if you haven't read the comic yet, I highly suggest you do that before listening to this podcast episode, because I'm going to walk through the comic in relatively, you know, I'm going to talk about panel by panel. Yeah, panel by panel, detail like that. So don't listen to this yet. If you're not wanting anything spoiled for you, if you have already read the comic, then it's fine, because we're going to be discussing what you've already read but uh mostly it's me telling this tale to kitty who has not read the comic so we get to hear her live kitty reaction
0: <laughs> uh yes yeah, because i am the worst and don't check in on anything so yeah so i have not read the comic as is tradition slash my life and Angel will inform me of its contents so this is your forewarning should you like to ingest this comic book first with your own eyeballs please go do that before you continue beep
1: beep beep okay that is your spoiler warning over (laughs) so before we start I just wanted to give a shout out to the captioned life the host Sean he uh, ran a stream the night before the comic dropped January 24th he had a I don't even know what, I, for, I keep forgetting what the app was called, but he basically hosted a little event where he invited the writer, Amanda Diebert to join him in watching a stream with some of the episodes, and then people could join in and chat in the chat room while they were on camera watching the episodes and just talking and stuff like that. So I went, and uh, a friend of ours, Raven, went, and we were the only two people that at least participated in the chat room i think there might have been people lurking maybe if I, th- I think i saw a few guests come through but it was mostly just me and raven so we got to chat with the writer amanda dibert and the host of the stream who is sean from the captioned life and it was very delightful we watched what did we watch um
0: comic book capers yes
1: so we watched comic book capers and then from there, I believe we jumped to My Valentine Ghoul, then...
0: Life. The I, I can't
1: remember if it was Life, the negiverse first or uh, Time and Punishment. Then Time and Punishment, mm. I think, was next. And then Life, the negiverse and everything. So we watched those episodes and Rav and I did what most Darkwing Duck fans do, which is we info-dumped a lot of background tidbits for everything. <laughs> and reveal just what enormous nerds we are for this cartoon, as one does.
0: As one does.
1: But uh, no, it, it was delightful. We had a really nice time. And uh, I'll, I'll mention a couple little things when I go through this issue that Amanda had mentioned on the stream, like little background things. There's not a whole lot, but uh, there was one thing in particular that she hinted at in the stream, and then when I read it, I was like, oh, okay. So... Yeah, let's dive the into... The inside scoop! The inside scoop. So let's dive into Dynamite Entertainment, issue number one of Darkwing Duck.
0: I'm diving splash. Let's go.
1: And also, just to add that this is a completely... So my understanding from... She also mentioned in the stream that there's only six issues, at least for this arc, I don't think as of right now, as of us recording this, and this is the day after the comic was released, January 26th, this isn't, as far as I know, an ongoing series at the moment. It's just six issues, like an enclosed story. It's possible in the future that they may extend it to be ongoing, depending on probably how much they sell, that kind of thing, how popular it is. So, yeah.
0: So go and buy it if you like it and want more.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'll read off the credits here. We have the script, which is by Amanda Dibert. We have the art and color by Carlo Loro. We have letters by Jeff Eckleberry. The main cover, which is the main cover on the digital edition for the Kindle, is by David Nakayama. And it's the one where he's standing up like kind of like a statue almost hmm. his design reminds me of that what is it beast, beast King- kingdom beast kingdom articulated toy for some reason
0: he's a, l- a little egg man
1: <laughs> a little egg man
0: he's got a little egg body
1: yes so <laughs> yeah david nakayama cover and then the package and editor is nate cosby so i guess this story is called because it says it starts with dark wing duck in the dark flight Returns. Ho, ho, ho. I assume that's because ducks fly. Mm. hmm I see it. I see it. I see Okay. So it starts off with Darkwing. He is, as many of the episodes, he's monologuing to himself, saying, this I am the terror... Favorite
0: pastime.
1: Favorite pastime. And he says, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the scrupulous sculptor who chisels justice from the surface of sinister stones. I am... And then he's interrupted by Launchpad, who says, uh, DW. And then we look to see, I guess, Darkwing standing on the roof, talking to himself. And Launchpad pops in and says, everyone is waiting. And Darkwing says, thank you, Launchpad. I mustn't keep the adoring crowds. And then he trips, falls off. His cape gets caught on the statue. So Launchpad says let me help you with that and then of course he falls and gets tangled up with darkwing because of course he did Mm -hmm. and then goslin pops up onto the roof and says dad everyone is waiting and darkwing says it's called making an entrance goslin all part of my plan a hero must be mysterious he must be capable he must be and then off screen we hear someone say late we're running late has anyone seen Darkwing Duck? If he isn't here soon, we'll move on to the St. Canard City budget announcements. Oh no, not the budget.
0: I mean, that it is pretty nice that he's just opening for the, the budget announcements.
1: <laughs> it's true. So he's pulling himself back up onto the roof with Launchpad dragging behind him. And he says, enough with the dramatic entrances. Are there news crews, documentaries, Hollywood producers ready to sign me to a multi-picture deal? And Launchpad says, no cameras, but Mayor Owelson is here. And Goslin says, if you gave me my own cell phone like I asked, I could be live streaming this on Duck Talk. So now we live in a world where Duck Talk is a thing, and I hope you're ready there for is. that.
0: Um, I'm never ready for that, but (laughs) I live in a world with actual TikTok, and I'm not ready for that either. Okay, so we're kind of blurring the, the timeline here, which is fine.
1: Yeah, so when I spoke to Amanda, she said that it takes place, it's basically like any comic does, where it follows the same timeline as the cartoon, but it updates, you know the stuff within it without actually mm-hmm. having a passage of time which i mean that's pretty common right like there's all kinds of spider-man and batman and that where it's technically the same time frame but they update it for every story so it's more modern day
0: mm-hmm. yeah no no complaints
1: yeah i i like it i thought that was a good move honestly because there is a lot to play with with <laughs> modern day technology because like duck talk in and of itself it's like Do you think the supervillains, they're doing TikTok dances while they're robbing banks and
0: stuff? (laughs) Quackerjack, yes. Well, maybe not. Maybe this is like his, uh, you know, Whiffle Boy. Today's Whiffle Boy. Megavolt, maybe. But I feel like Megavolt is the one who, like, starts the dances. Like, (laughs) it's called, like, the Megavolt or something. It was just (laughs) him getting electrocuted and people emulate it. (laughs) I still think that the greatest villain on uh, any kind of social media would be the Liquidator, though.
1: He'd do a pretty good job. He could do, oh my yep. god, he could do devious licks, except it's Liquidator. Ah. 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 Mm. Just stealing there a ridiculous amount of stuff doing his devious licks.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, yeah. My point stands. Yes, I, I like... <laughs> I like that duck talk exists in this world because there's a lot of ridiculous things you can do with that concept. So Darkwing says to Goslin, you know how I feel about cell phones. And in all fairness, Goslin is nine years old. I'm not a parent, but I don't think I would give my nine-year-old child a phone personally, like a smartphone. What about Um, you?
0: Oh, I mean, I don't know. Nine-year-olds are different from, I feel like how we think of nine year olds. I think of a nine year old, I think of someone who still like blows their nose on their sleeve, but I don't I know that's not true of kids today. Feel I don't know. I don't have a child and I would probably not give any of my pets a phone, regardless (laughs) of if they were nine or not. But I just think about how many times I drop my phone and I gotta imagine a kid would be even more hardcore at dropping things and breaking things and they're expensive it would be great though if drake just flat out gives her like an old school flip phone
1: oh my god he would he totally would
0: (laughs) and she's pissed about it
1: oh perfect so continuing on with our story we are now down on the stage where darkwing duck is actually getting some level of praise surprisingly he has shown up to what looks like some kind of event Mayor Zan Allison from the DuckTales reboot is there, which I thought was a really cool idea because she's just sort of slides into it naturally, and she was the mayor in the DuckTales reboot eventually. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was a cool choice. So he is being filmed while he's on stage. Everybody has their cell phones out, and he says, look at this gorgeous sea of cell phones. Fear not, citizens. I'll make sure all of you get a chance to capture my good side. And then he looks at the camera and says, they're all my good side. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. So the mayor says, before we unveil the statue in honor of Darkwing Duck, a few St. Canard citizens would like to share their personal experiences being saved by our very own hometown hero. We're
0: unveiling a statue?
1: I don't know. Uh, I actually, I can't believe I read this yesterday and I forgot if it's actually a statue of him or of something else, but...
0: Okay, good. I would love it if that was the punchline of everything. It's (laughs) just like a do not cross little stick figure man and Darkwing just assumes it's a statue of him. (laughs) We'll find out. We'll build up to suspense.
1: Yes. To be fair, I remember you saying, you know, you don't really understand when writers take it in the direction of, oh, well... You know, if Darkwing's getting praise, it doesn't quite work, because the whole big joke is that he never is appreciated. But mm-hmm. you know where this is heading, because I showed you the previews when they dropped. You,
0: this this particular part, the only person who should have high praise for Darkwing Duck, other than like the Darkwing crew, who I feel like are very critical of him, except for Launchpad, is this uh, person who gets to speak at this meeting.
1: Yes. So Darkwing's wondering who the special guests are that are going to sing his praises. He says, I wonder if the emperor of the Isle of Capricali is here to tell how I rescued him from that angry mob. And then we see a little flashback where he says, I am the mallard who shows no mercy to miserable mercenaries. And then we see another flashback with him and Morgana. And he says, or Morgana Macabre, to tell of the horde of malicious phantoms that I sent back to the underworld. And he's saying to her, I am the fearless phantom hunter who is completely lost in your eyes, er, I mean ready to fight bad guys. And then, there's a thought bubble where we see him thinking still about Morgana, and he says, it could also be the time I solved the museum break-in, but I hope it's Morgana. <laughs> and then, <laughs> 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 Mayor Allison says, "Please welcome Herb Muddlefoot," <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. And, and Darkwing is still thinking about Morgana, and the little bubble switches to Herb, so it's him gazing adoringly into Herb Muddlefoot's eyes. Well, but isn't it Herb's
0: head on Morgana's yes! body? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Darkwing is never going to be able to look at either of them the same way ever
1: again. (laughs) It's funny. He says, Herb, well, I guess I did save him from the mutant potatoes and and then Herb comes onto stage and says, Darkwing Duck sure has saved a lot of our feathers. I'd say the most heroic thing he ever did for me was when I couldn't find a shipment of quackerware. And Darkwing, of course, is not amused and he says, Quackerware... And Herb continues, I guess I should start at the beginning. You see, the great thing about being a quackerware sales duck is... He sang, he sang that song at least three times I during hope his he did.
0: presentation.
1: <laughs> I hope he crawled around on his knees for the sun. He had part. <laughs> to.
0: He had to. He'd roll around. Absolutely. He's a showman. And he probably got like so many people to sign up to have quackerware consultations, too. He's, he's the true influencer of Duck Talk.
1: It's beautiful because we see that two hours have passed. The audience is comatose <laughs> at this point, And Herb is still talking and he says, And that's when Darkwing Duck told me I should check under the bed for my quackerware overstock. And sure enough, it was there. What a lifesaver, huh? And Darkwing has face planted on stage and says, I have never regretted anything more. <laughs>
0: Also, it's interesting, too, that it is Darkwing telling Herb to look under his bed. So how did it get to the point where Darkwing was roped in to going into the Muddlefoot residence, presuming it wasn't, you know, burned down or in the process of burning down or exploded to be wrangled into helping Herb? Not Drake. Drake would probably get pulled in immediately. But as you know, he's a fellow Quackerware enthusiast. You have to call in the. On the number one fans. But anyway, that's a story for another issue.
1: It is. That's for the Herb Muddlefoot spinoff.
0: That I'm writing. <laughs> and self-publishing. <laughs> the Secret Life of Herb Muddlefoot.
1: And also, I think this is very So
0: The Secret Life of Herb Muddlefoot <laughs> is a comic book spinoff series <laughs> about how Herb knows that Drake is Darkwing but just keeps throwing people off his tail. See, he's like the ultimate con man. He's just... Anyway, we'll save that for the next episode and I'll have those, my those first issue sketched out. Spoiler, so so <laughs> sorry. That's, that's the big reveal at the end of the cartoon series is that Herb has been in on it the whole time.
1: But I will say, I do think it was appropriate that after he talks for the whole two hours and says, Well, after that riveting story, I'm afraid we may not have time for any more tales. And Darkwing says, oh, come on, the press is here. At least talk about that time with the shrink ray. And Zan Owlson decides to move forward and says, let's get on with the unveiling. It's covered up by a little, you know, blanket or whatever. And I assume it's Darkwing under there because he says, oh, well, in that case, and he looks very eager so he tosses his, I assume it's his cell phone. He throws a cell phone at Herb. And he says, grab a photo for me, will you, Herb? It's literally the least you can do. Somebody off screen says, it's the last thing anyone is going to do. This little celebration just got electrifying. And then we see everybody with their cell phones is getting electrocuted. Zap. Zap. And Darkwing says, I finally get a little credit. And you upstage me at my own ceremony, Megavolt. And we see that Megavolt has appeared. And he says, don't worry, I'm not sticking around for your finale. I'm sure you'll find the crowd is ready to go wild. And I'm not sure exactly what he's done, but everybody with a cell phone has been mind controlled, presumably oh. because of something Megavolt did to the cell phones. Okay. Cartoon logic. You know how it is. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. He's got his big battery car too, which I thought was pretty impressive because oh,
0: he like drive it onto stage?
1: Yeah. I guess he did because it's just there. <laughs>
0: Darkwing like everybody is just fallen asleep because Herp is talking and <laughs> Megavolt is just very carefully navigating this giant car through the crowd up onto the stage. Uh, that's that's but what also, I'm going with. He probably set up like a charging station for people's phones mm-hmm. in like, you know, the parking lot and was getting people that way. Perfect. There you go. I figured it out. I cracked the code.
1: So all these zombie people with their cell phones are saying, must get Darkwing, capture Darkwing. And everybody, including the mayor, has been hypnotized. And Darkwing says, Mayor Allison, it's me. I don't want to hurt you. But even more so, I don't want you to hurt me. Okay, if you want to make things complicated, let's get dangerous. And we see the entire crowd is coming for him. They're all, you know, arms outreached like a bunch of creepy zombies. Oh, and even Herb has been.
0: No! I guess because
1: Darkwing threw him his phone.
0: Yeah, yeah. He would have been fine.
1: Yeah, he would have been fine otherwise. So Herb's coming after him and uh, Darkwing leaps off the stage and says, A 3 and one no one can touch me. And then somebody taps his head from above, and he says, who's there? And it's Launchpad, who has come in with a thunder quack and lowered a ladder, which he's on. And he says, I thought you could use a getaway, DW. And Darkwing climbs on behind Launchpad and says, this is not a retreat. It is a pursuit of justice. Uh, Launchpad, who's flying this thing? And they get into the thunder quack, and... What do you call those little things that have the little hat on their head and they have a little thing with fluid in them and they have little legs? It's like a thing. Oh, the fluid. little
0: bird? Like the thinking bird? Yeah. Or just kind of like tapping the button? Yes. Is the autopilot?
1: So I assume... Drinking
0: bird. It's a drinking bird.
1: Drinking bird. Okay.
0: Pretty sure that's what it's called.
1: Because there's one of those on the dashboard and Launchpad says it's got a rudimentary autopilot. Doesn't always work though. And Darkwing says, Where's Goslin? And <laughs> Launchpad says, now that I don't know. Womp womp. Good job, Launchpad.
0: Mm, good see, and people still trust their children with him.
1: So next page we do see where Goslin and Honker have gotten off to. So they're actually behind stage and the entire zombie movement is now going after the thunderquack, which is in the air. And Goslin says, Gosh, I'm glad that dad got away. Honker says, Yeah, but what are so, we going to do?
0: Are they inside or outside this event?
1: Outside. It's an outdoor okay. event. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Put it above launch pad to crash through the ceiling of like Town Hall or something.
1: This is one of the pages I'm going to show you, too, because I have a few few select pages that I wanted to show you. Mm. So she says, well, Honker, the first thing to figure out is why everyone's acting so weird. And Honker says, my dad loves Darkwing Duck, and even he's trying to grab him. Luckily, he's not very good at it. And we see that Herb Muddlefoot (laughs) had jumped up and grabbed onto the thunder Quack's wing and then fell off and landed on top of a crowd of people and crushed them.
0: No, Herb. At see he made a soft landing.
1: He did make a soft landing. And then we see Goslin says, but how did Megavolt get everyone under his control? And I'm going to show you the page for this one because I liked the art for Goslin in particular for this page.
0: I am a gandarin. Oh, yeah, she's very cute. Herb, don't do it herb no oh my he's even yelling must destroy darkwing as he hops up on that wing i know you sent this to me to look at goslin but you know what i'm looking at (laughs) uh oh and there he is body slamming some people My girl looks pretty cute too yeah very nice
1: most of the pages i curated had some level of herb or i tried to
0: (laughs) i appreciate your dedication to my happiness
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's what I'm nice here too.
0: for. I like the coloring too. Mm-hmm. Very nice. An impressive jump from Herb. It is. Thunderquack is at least like twelve feet off the ground. And Herb says, "You think you can stop me, <laughs> gravity?"
1: The next page, Goslin has figured it out because she's looking out at the audience of people, and she says, "Oh, he used their phones." And then she says, oh, man! Don't tell my dad. He'll never let me get one." Unless we save the city, then he'll have to let me get one. <laughs> and Honker, thinking what most of us are thinking, it says, I'm not quite sure I follow the logic on that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, not so much.
1: And she says, let's get into unsupervised and mildly questionable trouble. Which is a fair way to describe Goslin's shenanigans overall.
0: Hashtag Goslin life. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: The Thunderquack is in pursuit of Megavolt, who's driving around the city with his big battery-strapped car.
0: It's not the pickup truck, the fearsome Fives' no. loner pickup truck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not this time.
0: Okay. This eh. is the uh, the buy-all our playsets and toys Megavolt Mobile.
1: Yes, I remember it gotcha. from the show too. It was it was beautiful. <laughs> so I like the sound effects here because it says. This thunderquacks is whoosh, and Megavolt's is megavroom. <laughs> Megavolt presses a button and says, that's a little too close for comfort, and then a little ray zappy zap gun pops up out of the battery on the roof of his car and zaps the thunder quack. and then they go careening towards the ground, which I think we saw that in a preview a while back, where it's just heading towards the ground and they're about to crash and the perspective on the buildings and the city and stuff is really cool i think i did see that one yeah like, oh, that looks really neat yeah so they're heading down they're about to die and darkwing says never fear darkwing duck is here and he kicks open one of the windows of the thunder quack and climbs up onto the roof he shoots his grappling hook which hits that i don't even know what you call it like the fin thingy on the head of the thunder quack okay and I thought this was kind of cool, but for the sound effects, they have the sound effect going woo woo woo, but the grappling hook grapples around over top the words, and it kind of looks like it's squeezing the words. I don't know. I thought that mm-hmm. was I thought that was neat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he has the grappling hook attached to this fin head thing on the top of the Thunderquack, and Launchpad says, "D.W., it's not really recommended to leave the plane without a parachute," and of course. Darkwing's not listening whatsoever and he ties like a tug knot i think where it is wrapped around the fin and a little mohawk the mohawk that's the best way to describe it is a mohawk he secures the rope around it and it's attached to the grappling hook that he fired out of his gun and then he takes the grappling hook and he swings it around and flings it it wraps around the antenna of not really an antenna but like something similar a big metal rod sticking out of a building so it wraps around that to secure itself and so instead of crashing the thunder quack spins around in a circle and gets redirected towards the park where it makes a safer crash landing and actually that's one of the also one of the pictures i wanted to show you because i thought the action in this one was pretty cool oh
0: yeah there it goes pew
1: personally I find vehicles and stuff a pain to draw so
0: this one also does mostly look like a face so
1: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) but yes it's very nice
1: they they land in I guess there's a a park which I always I guess there was a park in the tv show too it just you never saw it from above but they land in the pond and launchpad says real smooth dw but why didn't you just have me deploy the thunder chute And Darkwing says, The Thunder, now you tell me? Oh, well, this rescue had more style. But we've got to get Megavolt and figure out how he scrambled all those people. I hope Goslin's okay. And LP says, I'm sure she's fine. She didn't have a cell phone. And Darkwing says, Cell phone? And Launchpad says, Sure, everyone who went after you was recording. And Darkwing says, But that means... You weren't getting video of my big ceremony? Which is true, because mm-hmm. Launchpad would have been also hypnotized.
0: But I would also imagine that Launchpad is the kind of guy who has like an old school like, VHS camera and just standing to the side. The 90s may have left the Darkwing Duck universe, but Launchpad is forever in the 90s.
1: I'd believe that too. But his excuse is, I tried to, but I forgot to charge up. And good thing too, or I wouldn't have been able to help you get away. And of course, Darkwing says what Goslin had been worrying about earlier in the issue, which is this just proves I was right not to allow Goslin to get a cell phone. Mm. Womp womp.
0: Womp womp. Sorry, kid.
1: Darkwing says, what are you waiting for, Launchpad? We have a bad guy to stop. And then I have sage fatherly advice to gloat over. (laughs) Which is fair. That is exactly what he would do. That
0: is a Darkwing move for sure.
1: And then he says, I wonder if I should write a parenting book. How to Make Fatherhood All It's Quacked Up To Be by Drake Mallard. And of course, Launchpad isn't listening. He's back in the thunder quack. He starts it back up and he says, here we go. Meanwhile, back at the stage. I didn't realize this at first. I guess I, I'm i no longer with the times. But <laughs> Goslin and Honker are dressed up like rock stars. But specifically... They're actually a parody of Billie Eilish. Have that also to show you. I thought it was cute. She looks good with electric green hair. She's got a guitar and he's got a... What do you call it? Uh, Not a harmonica. (laughs) You know, the things that you hold and you... Accordion. Accordion. I love how you figured that out just by my description.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that you do hold them and they do go... Weird Al made a living out of it.
1: Well, that's what they've got. And So they're on stage, okay. and Goslin says, If these electric instruments don't bring Megavolt back here, nothing will. And Honker says, I still don't understand why we had to get dressed up. And she says, To look cool, of course, Bad Ducky is gonna catch the bad guys and top the charts. And Honker says, Bad Ducky? And she says, Working band name. Now let's get rocking. <laughs> And so they start singing a parody version of the Darkwing Duck theme song where they say, drops in from darkness, Darkwing owns twilight, dauntless duck of secrecy, defender of the night. And I mentioned to you that when I was talking to Amanda in the stream, she had like little background tidbits. Mm -hmm. She mentioned that there was a song that pops up in the first issue and she said that due to copyright and licensing, she wasn't allowed to use the Darkwing Duck theme song. <laughs>
0: That's, oh, what a world. Okay.
1: In his own comic, yes. In his, But you know what?
0: That also checks out. It does. Uh, yeah, Darkwing's theme song is not allowed in the Darkwing Duck comic because it is, I think, probably the thing that people remember most about Darkwing Duck. That's hysterical.
1: It's just, I don't know, comic book rules and laws be weird. I don't quite fully understand them. I don't work in comics, but it's not the first time that I've heard that.
0: Yeah, like Disney in general is weird.
1: Mm-hmm. And like using Disney songs in general or Disney references within a Disney comic that is of a different franchise, they just, I don't know, they're they're not, they don't let it happen. So that is why she said, you know, she swore up and down that the song was a parody. It wasn't because she didn't know the lyrics. It was just... <laughs> that's what she went with.
0: It's what Michael allowed her to do. The mouse had his lawyers breathing down her neck.
1: To be fair, I think if they had directly done the exact theme song, I feel like that would have been a little too meta, if that makes sense. I don't know. I, I can see like how it's. it'd be like in-universe. They probably wouldn't get the song right. Yeah. That's fine.
0: Also, this is a very complimentary song coming from Goslin. True that. Maybe maybe because she was still trying to get that cell phone.
1: I think so, yes. But either way, it seems to be working because like a siren song, it lures Megavolt back because he notices that this electrical surge that is coming from, I guess, the speakers, the music they're playing, he realizes it isn't his. So he turns around and he goes back to the stage and goslin says keep going megavolt pulls up in his car and says i knew darkwing was vain but hiring a band and then he realizes he can use this to his advantage and he says just a quick reprogram he pulls out this little remote control and he's beep booping on it he says in his head uh this song is too catchy
0: well i also i also do like the implication that as in like in this comic, as in the show, people are completely immediately convinced that Darkwing would hire children to mm-hmm. do things for him. <laughs> because they probably work cheaper than like legitimate professionals.
1: It's true. He reprograms his remote. I guess what he was doing was he was using this remote through the cell phones to get people to go after Darkwing. And so instead he has Zan Allison go after Goslin and she grabs Goslin. And this was actually the image that I wanted to show you. Because, again, I thought the art was pretty neat. We get to see some Megavolt. And you can see Goslin and Honker in their cosplay.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Look at Honker singing. He's so cute.
1: He's so happy.
0: And so is Megavolt. Oh, he's driving like the station wagon with the battery on top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Gotcha. I remember that car. (laughs) Oh. (sighs) Megavolt driving his station wagon is spectacular. Oh, Air Allison has a lot of eyeballs.
1: Oh yeah, when they're hypnotized, I assume they're spinning.
0: Yeah, like spinning pupils. Mm Hmm. Uncomfortable. Nice. Nice art.
1: So Megavolt is holding... Oh, he's grabbed two power cords and he's plugged them into each other and it's all electrified, and he says, Because I run this town now. Not Darkwing Duck, and not some young rock band. Incredibly talented lyricists as you may be. If I know (laughs) Darkwing, he'll come running to save you. That's very nice of you, Megavolt. Nice to these children despite attempting to murder them.
0: Well, if he doesn't tie them on top of, like, a a building strapped to whatever the heck we decided it was called, the airplane indicator thing that he tied Binky to, then... I guess he's he's softened a bit.
1: He ties them to the speakers using uh, electrical cords. Darkwing has been lured back in, and he comes zip lining down from the thunder quack and because uh, MegaVolt said, "I know Darkwing will come running to save you," and he says, "Not running, zip lining." Unhand these pop stars, and then he says, "Goslin," because he didn't recognize her at first, and she said, "Sorry, we just wanted to help," so. <laughs> Goslin and Honker are tied up by Zan Owelson while Megavolt says, One false move and your little rockers will become deep fried decklings. Darkwing lands and he says, It's me you want Megavolt. Let the kids go. And Megavolt says, You should know me better than that. I'm not one to give away my power. <laughs> I'm
0: not I almost killed the same exact child on live
1: television. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> He, he will murder a child. For ratings. So Darkwing reiterates, let the kids go. And Megavolt does that very classic, have it your way. And he mm. presses the remote that he's got. And it looks like it's attached to the cords that are wrapped around Goslin and Honker. And he's sending a surge of deadly electricity through the cord. So that it's going to hit the children and electrocute them to death.
0: So where, see, if he didn't have... Uh, All of the cell phones reprogrammed. He could be recording this and getting those ratings again.
1: (laughs) It's true.
0: Like, wind up on Opal Windbag once more. (laughs) Oh, I bet you Opal has her own network now. Probably. I would like to imagine that she had the great success of our Oprah. I wish good things for Opal.
1: (laughs) Well, good things aren't about to happen to Darkwing because he decides to intervene between the cord that's sending electricity towards the kids So he leaps down and he grabs the cord and Goslin says, Darkwing, be careful. Hurry up and drop it before dot dot dot. And the electricity, of course, runs through Darkwing instead of the kids. Because Mm -hmm. that's what happens when you grab a live cord. And he says, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the conduit of justice that absorbs the forces of evil. I am a father who will stop at nothing to protect those I love. I... And then he drops to the ground unconscious and says, uh, "I'm Darkwing," and then he he dies.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, not the, really. end.
0: the end. The end of comic series. <laughs> the rest of the five episodes or issues, rather, is everyone grieving.
1: <laughs> it's just people dancing on his grave.
0: Oh my! His, his which on of feet. course has that <laughs> <laughs> safety cone with a picture of him. stapled to it.
1: Yes, <laughs> but no. He drops to the ground, and what happens is because all the electricity went through him, it shorts out the city, which shorts out all the power. So all the cell phones and everything, of course, get turned off. I guess everything's been fried. All the uh, the zombies are no longer zombies, and Mayor Olsen says, what happened? And some random people in the background are like, where's my phone? Where am I? And Darkwing is unconscious, and Goslin rushes over to his side and says, <laughs> I don't know why this is make, making me laugh, but suddenly Launchpad is running into the panel and says, I was just parking the Thunderquack, and I saw all the lights. What happened to DW? And Goslin tearfully says, he saved St. Kennard is what happened, and it's all my fault. And then of course Darkwing opens his eyes and says, and that is why you can't have a cell phone.
0: <laughs> specific reason that wouldn't have happened to anyone else yes mm-hmm.
1: and goslin grabs him and hugs him and zan allison says we owe you another great debt darkwing darkwing says how about just the less exciting statue dedication and goslin says sounds good to me and then <laughs> her muddlefoot says, I'll film it! And he pulls out his cell phone and everyone screams, (laughs) no! (laughs) Which I have a panel of that just for you. Oh, thank you. I didn't even give you the rest of the full page on this one I'm showing you. I just took the panel with Herb because I knew that's what you would love to see.
0: That is what I love to see. Happy, zappy, zappy.
1: And then Darkwing says, just make sure to get my good side. And they're all my good sides. And then the end. But we don't know what happened to MegaVolt.
0: We do not know what happened to MegaVolt, and we do not know what the statue actually was at all. I, Does it show you
1: what it was? No, it doesn't show us. And I want to believe it was probably Gizmo Duck, or like a repurposed <laughs> like Gizmo Duck, but with the Darkwing Duck hat, like in that one episode.
0: Yeah, the trophy that Fenton gives him, or Launchpad gives him. Somebody makes him, and it's just like a Gizmo Duck action figure with a Darkwing Duck hat and. Yeah, that would be spectacular.
1: So that is a mystery for now. But that is issue one. Uh, And I guess we'll find out... Issue two, I know, is a Quackerjack-related story. I don't know what exactly. But that is what I know from the descriptions that they've given us. And the fact that there's rubber duckies all over most of the issue covers for issue number two. So that will be interesting so my verdict so far it's a bit early to really give a full oh yeah this is good this is bad blah 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 but I would say like there was nothing about the dialogue that struck me as oh this is like really out of character there was I remember when I was sharing dangerous currency with you there were several times where I had to pause and reread what was being said because it didn't make Mm -hmm. sense to me and I was just like what is happening (laughs) And I feel like.
0: Who was... said what to the who now?
1: Yeah, I feel like this is pretty straightforward. I feel like the story is pretty straightforward. So, from my understanding, issues one to six are all an arc. So, these mm-hmm. stories are going to be connected. So, what has happened in this one is going to probably lead into. Like, I suspect Megavolt ran off because this was probably part of something bigger.
0: Mm.
1: But uh, yeah, like, I have no complaints about the dialogue or the direction of the plot. I think it was all fine. You know, I enjoyed the inclusion of the fact that, of course, Goslin wants a cell phone. And, of course, the first thing Darkwing says when he comes back from death is just like... Regains
0: his... consciousness, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, this is why you're not getting a cell phone. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. hmm
0: And uh, Herb is just trying to be helpful. And, uh, yeah. It is promising.
1: I like the art for the most part. I really... I Like, I like the backgrounds and the way everything is drawn. I don't know how to describe it other than it's very clean in the sense mm-hmm. that everything's very clear. The composition of everything and just, you know, nothing's muddied. It's it's just very clear what's going on in all of the panels. I did mention to you like way, way back in one of our, our previous episodes when the previews dropped that I noticed that the artist did reference off a lot of model sheets
0: mm-hmm. and...
1: There was kind of a mixture of that throughout this issue where I can see poses that heavily reference from model sheets and stuff like that, but not always. And I thought, interestingly, the background characters like Zan Owlson, I don't recognize them out of anything else. Like, I don't think they've been referenced. It was mostly the main characters. So, Goslin, Darkwing especially, seemed to get some reference launch pad a little bit and honker a little bit but on the whole i like the overall art style and i like the liner and the coloring and stuff like that so
0: yeah no it's it's very very nice it's very clean and it's bright mm-hmm. like there it's not overly complicated backgrounds like the one that you sent me that has megavolt's smarmy face as he is zapping darkwing is like very minimal backgrounds but bright colors it's, it's nice
1: yeah, and I actually think that's a really smart thing to do because the fact of the matter is, especially if there's going to be a lot of speech bubbles, you don't have to draw a background in every single panel of a comic. You can have just solid colors or a pattern or something if it's not super integral to the story and you already know where the characters are. So I think they, they did a good job of picking when to include backgrounds and when to do, like you said, with Megavolt. It's more of a gradient background.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice, and uh, I'm excited to see what the artist comes up with when he's more comfortable drawing the characters.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because as
0: anyone who's tried to draw a duck before, (laughs) they're not very easy to draw.
1: Especially if you haven't... I don't know uh, if he's drawn ducks previously, but I know when I started drawing Darkwing Duck fan art, Darkwing in particular was challenge.
0: He's a double whammy because he's got the bill and the hat. Mm-hmm. Hats are also deceptively hard to draw. But he does uh, a pretty good job. Well, looks a little a little shaky in some places but more than decent across the board. Mm-hmm. Nice action going on. and The kids are cute. And...
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's, like, there's nothing about it that makes me think, oh, this isn't a Darkwing Duck story. But, I mean, it also feels kind of early a little too early to judge by one issue as well.
0: Mm. Yeah. I know I got the Cliff Notes version, but I would have liked there have been more puns.
1: More puns.
0: Yeah. There it is. Issue one in uh in the bag. So check it out. We'll be following along. I also I felt like it was a pretty good introduction for people who may not be um, you know, caught up on Darkwing to be like, oh, this is who he is. This is his personality. These are his friends. These are his relationships. Like a good little like jumping in point. Like, well, he clearly does not like her Muddlefoot, but tolerates him and <laughs> whoever he is. Like, <laughs> you'll get there eventually. There's like, this is the 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 main beats. This is who Darkwing is. He's competent, but also kind of stupid.
1: Yeah, and it's not an overcomplicated plotline. It's starting back up for where the show finished and it isn't like a lot of stuff has happened in between or anything like that. And it's like you got to put the pieces together and a whole bunch of stuff happened and here's all these characters. It's very just uh one of his main well-known villains shows up. He has to stop him. And I think that's actually pretty good for a first arc of A story that isn't connected to any other previous stuff
0: yeah and especially since we know that eventually i guess this will trigger him to be like maybe i should retire as if you know there's this issue where he gets electrocuted nearly to death and then possibly something along the same lines happens with quacker jack and then i'd be like you know maybe i'm i should retire Instead of just like starting it off with like thank you for this statue I'm retiring <laughs> Mike drop <laughs> maybe that's maybe he finds out that the statue is not actually of him and that's when he retires
1: it's the final straw
0: <laughs> it is literally just a Duck statue and he's like I'm out that's it yeah there it is the comic a long fabled and storied comic and uh yeah, I'm looking forward to see what happens next and what beautifully curated art you present to me. The, the continuing p- adventures of Herb Muddlefoot.
1: <laughs> I really, I, I have to tell everybody that when they drop the preview pages and the page with Herb Muddlefoot where he comes out on stage, I tagged Kitty immediately and I was like, <laughs> I was like get in here, you have to see this right now.
0: Uh, I did. And, uh, so I'm on board. You have my attention. <laughs> Comic book. <laughs> I I know what I like, and it is a, a happy neighbor. So yes, we um we will get back to our regularly sp- program. Well, what is it? Our regularly scheduled programming, and uh, pick up with Negaduck next time.
1: Issue two will be dropping on February twenty second. So a little less than a month away, so we've got some time to talk episodes and you know all that stuff.
0: Pick up some cheap Valentine's Day candy and a comic book, and there you go. Sounds like a sounds like a time.
1: Mm hmm.
0: it is. So uh, until next time, remember that Prime doesn't allow their children to have a cell phone, and neither do we. I'm
1: trying to think of a clever <laughs> outing, and I can't think of one.
0: Um, quacker salesmen are a special breed